Welcome to Geocache Adventures with me, Shadow Dragon One, where I explore the world of geocaching. If you enjoy the show, please consider leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts or on the Geocache Adventures Facebook page. You can also follow Geo Adventures on Buy Me a Coffee for a behind the scenes look on every episode. That's one word G E O Adventures. It's free to follow or you can become a member and unlock exclusive posts and information. Your memberships go a long way for helping support the podcast and are greatly appreciated. I want to give a big shout out to Deanna Wilson, the newest member on Buy Me a Coffee. Thank you so much for your membership and for supporting the podcast. It really is appreciated. Hi, everybody. Amy Shadow Dragon One here. And with me today is fellow geocacher and human trackable Amanda Leverty. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hello, friends. So to start off, I like to ask my guests, what's your caching name? My caching name is Nanny Tastic. Nanny Tastic. Like fantastic, but Nanny Tastic? Correct. That's cute. I like that. How did you get started geocaching? Well, I signed up, oh, September 30th of 2016. And I had a friend and that friend was taking a college class and he was required to explore geocaching. And in oh. my mind, oh, that sounds boring. I'd rather play Pokemon Go. Quite like your son, right? Yeah. <laughs> that I really, really got into it. And, you know, it's, it's taken off from there. My first find was in October, uh, October 19th. So it took me a good 20 days to find my first cash after signing up. Well, you're doing better than I am. I signed up and it took me five years before I actually went out and found a geocache. Oh my. Yeah. I kind of signed up and never did anything with it and kind of forgot about it for a while. <laughs> How long have you been geocaching now? Oh, since 2016. So that would be about five years if I can do my math correctly. Uh, my math is, is saying the same thing, roughly, if I'm doing math correctly today as well. <laughs> so what kind of stats do you have currently? I have 1,497 fines. I was so hoping to get my 1,500th by the time that I had the privilege of speaking with you, but I just, I haven't gotten it yet. You're so close. Maybe today. <laughs> <laughs> so you got into geocaching and now you have a trackable tattoo. When did you get the, the tattoo? Like how long had you been geocaching when you got the tattoo? I just got it this year. Oh, okay. okay. I have tattoos. I have a Star Trek tattoo on my upper arm in honor of my dad, who is or was a huge Star Trek fan. I have a child's handprint on my other arm that represents all of the children that I've been nannying for, oh, 11 or 14 years. Aww. I have a tree on my shoulder representing healing and growth. And now I have the state of Iowa, which is a state in the Midwest in the United States. Um, and it has the cross with the geocaching logo in it. Um, it's not green though. I decided to do something a little bit more interesting than green. 
therefore it's colored like a, like a watercolor that's just kind of splashed on there. Very awesome. So what made you decide to get a trackable tattoo? Oh, I've wanted one for several years. I've been into geocaching since, you know, 2016. And personally, I've struggled with depression and anxiety and obsessive compulsive disorder, which if folks don't know a lot about that, it means I don't like to get my hands dirty. So while caching, you know, we get tree sap, we get mud, we get spider webs, not only on our hands, but sometimes spider webs in the face. Oh man. But geocaching has become a part of therapy for me. There's been times I'm in bed and I'm like, oh man, I'm, I'm just so sad. I can't get out of bed. And obviously depression is more than sadness. But, you know, I'm thinking, oh, there's an FTF 22 miles from here. That means I get to take a shower. That means I get to listen to some positive music and take a nice little drive to go get an FTF. I'm currently at 18 first defines. Wow. Which isn't a whole lot. Some people have thousands. I have one. So <laughs> some people have none. 18 really good. That's awesome. So it sounds like geocaching has been a really positive impact on you. It has very much. Yes. When you got your trackable tattoo, you said it was Iowa with a cross in it and the coloring. What made you decide to do that design? Oh, I was born here and I've been living here since 93. I've traveled a little bit. Unfortunately, I did not get into geocaching hmm. while I was traveling. That would have been awesome. My stats would be a lot better. You know, <laughs> Maine, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, um, Colorado. I do have a couple finds in Colorado, though. Nice. Yeah, I think I I feel that way at least. Like I we went on a vacation to Florida like three months before I started geocaching actively and we were down in Orlando and Daytona Beach and there's so many caches there's like oh yeah I missed out on that but that's okay <laughs> I think a lot of us have have stories like that it seems to be kind of a common thing unless you were doing it from the very beginning right I think it became the blue switch got turned on in 2002. Is that correct? I think it was, I think it was 2000. Wow. That's just so, so long ago. I mean, I, I was still in high school at that point in time, you know, yeah. I've been in Carolina since then. I, there's so many caches I missed out on, <laughs> but I am super excited that I'm into it now. And, you know, it's helped immensely with depression and anxiety and, you know, other mental health things. That's amazing that it's been such a positive thing for you and been able to help you in those ways. So with all this positivity, is that part of why you got the tattoo? that was a trackable because it's been such a positive impact on you? Yes, most definitely, yes. I have been geocaching with the little kids that I nanny. Um, 
my current client is three and he helped me out with a, with a mystery uh, or a challenge. And it wasn't, it wasn't like a super big deal. I mean, cause he's three, but we just walked around the baseball field and he says, Oh, I'm going to play there someday. I'm going to play there someday. And I'm thinking, that's great, honey. You just barely learned to walk like 60% of your life ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> the other clients, when they were younger, you know, we would plan day trips. All right, let's go get a bunch of them, you know, a couple hours away from our home or let's find something that we can hide with a really high favorite point. He, the little guy I used to nanny, was about eight. So maybe a smidge older than your son. And he loved rocks. Oh, so yeah. Rock was his favorite thing. My son loves rocks too, but likes finding different ones. And then we've actually, um, we'll get rocks and we'll paint them and decorate them so that they're fun. And then that makes really great swag too when you, when you do stuff like that. Yes, it does. As your family into little libraries, we also enjoy those, especially when they have a geocache inside. We have a couple of those around us. We have the the public, one of the public libraries is just down the road, like a couple miles from us. So we go there a lot, especially during the summer when they're doing their reading program. And they actually have a geocache out front of the public library too. So we've done that one together. I've been in a couple of those. So with a trackable tattoo, do you get discovered a lot? Um, I've only had it since June. Okay, so a couple months now. Right, right. About six months. So I've been discovered by maybe, oh, not even 10 people yet. Um, at four different geocaching events. And I, I don't want to start drama, but, you know, there's this thing called Munzee. Yes. And I got discovered at a Munzee event somebody just stopped that game and opened up a different app and said "Ooh, let's let's find this person <laughs> that's fun that's awesome it's kind of crossed over that way so when you went to get the trackable tattoo and you've got your your design all set you've got your tracking code and you give it to the tattoo artist does he or she look at this code and go what in the world is this like did you yeah, she had never heard of it the artist that i had picked out had never heard of geocaching and she looked it up i don't know if she ever made a name for herself or ever went out and got caches or anything like that but she actually looked it up and, and said, oh, that sounds like an interesting hobby. <laughs> so like a lot of us, we got you, you educated somebody about what it was when you got your tattoo. Oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> I've educated a couple folks. I've begged my sister. Um, her name is Tangential Mind. I begged her, begged her, begged her to get into geocaching, and she just did in September of this year. So she was probably the first person to discover my arm, my tattoo on my arm. Um, and that was really cool that she was able to discover me like that. That's and cool. She's been to an event. Uh, my fiance made a birthday event for me. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. 
it, it was kind of fun. Everybody brought snacks and we, we sat in the park, you know, cause it was, it was this past year with COVID. So we wanted to sit, you know, apart, but still have conversations. Yeah. It was a fun experience. That sounds like it. That's a neat idea. <laughs> I love when friends get into geocaching. Yeah. I'm trying to get a few of mine into it. They're resistant. <laughs> Uh, we'll we'll see. My husband is. I've tried to get him into it, and he's not super into it. But he'll go with us sometimes. We'll go do as a family, and you know, try to find like a virtual or adventure lab that kind of gives a little bit more for him instead of just finding a container someplace. Or he he is good if we we're on a road trip or something about letting me stop and and get a geocache somewhere. So. Or Mother's Day or your birthday. Yes, Mother's Day and my birthday is what do you want to do? I want to go geocaching. Okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> so he is good about that. There is uh, one near us, uh, one of the Route 66 adventure labs that I think it's maybe, I have to look up how far of a drive it is from us, but it's within within an hour at most. And I think he'd like that. So kind of waiting for a little better weather to, to go try that one. And I'm, I'm still trying to get him in it. <laughs> Don't give up. I'm still trying. So as far as trackable tattoos go, if anybody out there is is thinking about it and maybe kind of on the fence and not really sure what to do, do you have any advice for them for that? Yes, on the geocaching website, there's step-by-step -step instructions. You can get a tag. I wouldn't spend a lot of money on a geocoin. I just got a dog tag, uh, just uh, $4.99 US dollars for that. And then decide on a design. And that is the most fun part. I looked up, oh, all sorts of folks online, on Facebook, on, on Google or whatever, like what kind of design do I want? And a lot of people get the bug. Yeah. Personally, I'm not into bugs, but that's, <laughs> you know, I got the, uh, the logo of geocaching and then I had a, a different little spin on it so it could be colored differently, um, with watercolor paint almost. So then take a picture of it and send it to, oh, I do not have the email in front of me, but you can find the email on the geocaching website and tell them, okay, this is my tattoo, send them proof. And they change it from the standard dog tag into a human symbol. That's cool. So when we discover it and we look through our stats, instead of it being a dog tag, it's got a different symbol under our, our list then. This is true. I've discovered two people, or no, one person had two tattoos. He's from Ohio and they were on the back of his leg in the middle of the summertime. He had two different trackable tattoos? He did. That's interesting. If fans have seen the Field of Dreams, here in Iowa, we have uh, a huge virtual, and then there are other 
small geocaches leading up to it on the street leading up to it um, where the Field of Dreams was filmed here in Iowa. And there was this big event, big event um, over on the east side of Iowa and people came out, actually got to run on the Field of Dreams where that movie was produced. Oh, wow. Uh, baseballs and I happened to see this guy's, this leg and I was like, hey, can I, can I take a picture of your leg? And he's like, sure. <laughs> what I was talking about and I entered it in and it was a blast. That's awesome. That's awesome. So we're still kind of at the end of COVID or in the middle of it, depending on how you want to look at it and where you're at. And it, it's, always a mess <laughs> it seems but uh in the upcoming year do you have some maybe some hopes or plans to attend some bits so you can be discovered i hope so yes i always have a geocaching log of events and not only events to go to and interesting things you know to drive to and get noticed and, and get discovered. Not only that, but I would love to find a larger cache. Um, not exactly an ammo box, but maybe a smidge bigger than an ammo box, if there's a such thing. Like a, yes. a bucket or something like that. There. Elbow in. And I can track my personal miles. Yeah, that would, that's fun. I have a, uh, a, a trackable that I just keep with me uh, just to track my miles that way. Yep. So it's, it is fun to just kind of see your, you know, when you look at the map of your travels of geocaching and, and see it, that's, that's pretty neat to see. It is. Having uh, the trackable tattoo and the tattoo being so permanent, have you ever, did it ever cross your mind when you were, when you were contemplating getting it? What if I stop geocaching? What if this no longer becomes something that I do? Did that thought ever occur to you? Yeah, there are some folks in geocaching who might have drama. Some people, you know, different cashers cash different ways you have to sign the log um i don't want to sign the log i have to see the cash you know i know the cash is there whatever um different cashers cash differently so i know that some folks you know get in heated discussions about that if i completely walk away from geocaching i don't see myself doing so but if i do you know it's still a nice tattoo of the place where i was born and the place that i've lived since i was young and it's something that still has meaning to you, even if geocaching, for some reason, wasn't part of your life anymore. Correct. That's pretty cool. And, and that's also probably a really good tip for somebody looking at getting a trackable tattoo is if, you know, think about it as if, if for some reason you were to stop geocaching, would it still have meaning to you? Right. I mean... I don't know anybody with like a Hasbro symbol on their arm. Right. <laughs> oh, so, you know, 
I mean, to some it's, it's, oh, it's a game, you know? Yeah. Is there anything else about geocaching or trackables or tattoos or anything that you want to share with us today? We were going to do cache of the week. Yes, a cache highlight. Did you have a particular cache you wanted to tell us about? I would love to. It's okay. called Town and Country. So it's GC7DBE9. And I might give away a few spoilers. So if folks don't want to hear it, that's okay. They can fast forward through this part or whatever they choose to do. Town and Country is a DT rating 1.5, It's a micro, but here's the thing. You pull up to it, it looks like a lamppost. Let me read the description to you. Quick PNG, very kid-friendly, much stealth needed. High muggle presence. It's on the backside of a mall. Are you the kind of cashier who prefers to cash in town or the kind of cashier who prefers to cash in the country? Would you rather find a park and grab at a parking lot or an ammo can in the woods? Well, this cash and its sister cash, and then it has a link to the sister cash called town in country or country in town. It doesn't matter. They've both got a little bit for everyone. The only thing in this cache is movable, and it's obvious, so please do not try to move anything else. There are souvenir tokens for everyone while supplies last. Please take one. If you'd like to leave swag, it will be very small. There is one token for the FTF. Congratulations to Deaf Cashers for the FTF there, folks who live here in town. So, Originally, it was put out by Team Cat Lemur. Fantastic folks. And then it got adopted by W-O-N-X-M. So this cash, you go up to a lamppost, you know, standard little uh, micro, nano, uh, that's what you're expecting. Right. And it's magnetized. That's what you're expecting. You lift the lamppost and there's a teeny tiny 3D printed world under the lamppost. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I, I saw that and I was like, man, this is so creative. So I had to give that one a favorite point, of course. And then when you're looking around, there's so many details that you look at. And then you look at the, uh, the cache, of course, the whole reason why you're peeking under a lamppost. <laughs> the cache is the teeny tiny container that's about the size of a quarter and maybe aluminum and you open it up and, and there's the cache right in there. So... Were you able to get one of the coins it talked about in the description? I was. So how big is that? Because they can't be very, if it's fitting in a quarter size container, they must be tiny. Yes, the coins are 3D printed as well. They okay. are about, oh, 
like my my pinky fingernail so a little bit smaller than a dime okay so tiny yes very small that's very cool that's really neat it's neat to see an lpc that has a twist on it yes there there are two here in ames and there's quite a there's quite a few um caches up here i don't know if any listeners get out up in this area this is where the uh iowa state cyclones play so there's a couple there's a couple caches that are a little bit higher favorite points you know the big jug with all the small film containers in it there's somebody in town who did that um a bunch of bisons in a tree somebody did that oh wow but it's a really cool community of cashers and as soon as one pops up i'm like oh i know that person <laughs> and it's a privilege to see people and you know when you meet people at events you find you find out who they are and put the face to the to the name oh i yeah. found 39 favorite points on country and town that's impressive. Yeah. That's really awesome. So was the was the little 3D world, was it all one color or was it different colors? No, it was different colors. Wow. There's grass, there's trees, there's it it was amazing. I I don't know if it would be any cooler if somebody built it out of Legos. <laughs> it was just that cool. The ten year old in me just wanted to sit there and stare at it. But I also didn't want to get pulled over by mall security. Right. <laughs> that sounds like it was pretty awesome. That's super cool. Thank you for sharing that with us. That's a very interesting, interesting find. And I hope maybe that inspires some more people to try to put a little twist on an LPC somehow. I mean, in our area, we get a lot of uh, prescription bottles under the lamppost. Yep. I admit that I've, I've done a couple of those myself. (laughs) And there's not necessarily anything wrong with them. It's just, it's really neat when you see something different like that. Yeah. Of my 27 hides, I have quite a few pill bottles. I have maybe one, two, three, four, four little heads of the Renaissance painters but not okay. the paper painters. So you go there and it's a Ninja Turtle. Nice. <laughs> nice. I like it. Is there anything else you wanted to share with us today? I'm good. Thanks so much for inviting me to your show. Oh, thank you so much for, for taking time out of your day and, and coming on and talking to us. I really do appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Geocache Adventures. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have you heard of FTF Magazine? It's the magazine for geocachers, filled with articles and snippets sent in by geocachers just like you. I'm a subscriber myself, and I love it. Check them out today at tftgeo.com and tell them Shadow Dragon 1 sent you. Would you like to be a guest on a show or have a topic you'd like to hear covered? reach out and let me know. Just go to the geocacheadventures.org website and click on the contact page to reach out.